Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. I was just out and about. Thought I'd see if anybody wanted to play some round ball. You're listening to the Bet Slippin' Podcast's daily NBA show. Featuring Jeff Clark from USA Today Sportsbook Wire. What up, homies? Thanks for streaming today's NBA Bet Slippin' Podcast. It's Thursday, March 24th, and there's only a five-game slate tonight in the NBA, but I actually have three best bets. Um, I'm going with three home favorites, actually. Two pretty heavy public plays. It's a square bet slip for me. Uh, We're actually getting late to a couple of the numbers as well. Um, So follow me at your own peril. But um, once I provide the analysis, hopefully that'll put your mind at ease and take in some square plays. However, these are games that I like. So I'm going to roll along. I'm going to put my um, week-long record, which is 5-5 on the line, Um, my month uh, long results are 29 and 24. And since I started this podcast in the start of 2022 or in the beginning of 2022, I'm 94 and 71. So I'm rolling pretty good. I've been profiting if you guys have been following me. Um, but I do have three public plays tonight. Um, and those plays are with or against Typico Sportsbook Odds. Typico is a sports betting leader that's now live in New Jersey and Colorado. You can make your favorite sports more interesting with their fast and easy mobile sportsbook app. Um, you can also get a bonus today, usatodaybet.com slash podcast. That's usatodaybet.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions do apply, though, and you must be 21, 21 or older to game, so please see Tipico's website for details. And if you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER for New Jersey and 1-800-522-4700 for Colorado. Also, to all the bed slipping podcast subscribers and followers, be sure to check out if you haven't already um, our Sweet 16 betting primer, which hit your feed, I believe, Tuesday evening. Uh, me and the co host Nathan Beagle welcomed in the Lions managing editor, Stephen Andrus, and he, he absolutely killed it. Provided some great analysis, some great picks, and I think it'll make you guys sharper before locking in your Sweet 16 and Elite 8 wager. So, Give that um, a listen, and, and please shout us out and, and share the Bed Slippin' Podcast um, on social media or just tell a friend. Um, word of mouth also helps. So check that out. Um, also, again, if you're in Colorado, New Jersey, check out Typico Sportsbook. But I went 2-1 and one on yesterday, Wednesday slate. I hit with two rocking chair covers, just two cake walks. The first one, Detroit Pistons, plus 4.5, sprinkled on the money line as well, but for record-keeping purposes, cashed Pistons plus four and a half as they beat the Atlanta Hawks one twenty-two to one hundred one. Cade, Conning- Cade Cunningham was plus forty-three, a game high plus forty-three in the plus-minus column. Um, but Detroit really beat Atlanta's um, handily as they did because their bench was just phenomenal. So uh, credit to the Pistons there. Hopefully you sprinkle on the money line as well. But the Pistons plus four and a half was an easy winner. Uh, the next game, which was a loser for us, we took the Brooklyn Nets minus one and a half as they visited the Memphis Grizzlies. Katie and Kyrie both balled out and were phenomenal. 
um, but it wasn't enough as Memphis won 132 to 120. Brooklyn outshot Memphis by like three percentage points, but Memphis hit 19 three-pointers. And as cliche and as lame as it sounds, the NBA can be a make-or-miss league. I can um, infuse all the factors and positional and team matchup analysis into my handicaps, but if Memphis is going to be as hot as they were from the field um, as they were last night and you bet against them like we did... Um, there's nothing you can do. I mean, I'm not even that mad about the the pick. I am obviously disappointed that I lost the money, and it was actually the heaviest bet game, uh, or the heaviest uh, bet that I made last night in my bet slip. So it sucks. But um, Brooklyn's offense, I thought, was crisper than Memphis. They Memphis is just all effort, all hustle, and um, they got a lot of 50-50 balls, and were able to obviously knock down threes as a result or after getting those 50-50 balls. Again, 50% from the three-point line, um, 19 threes made in the game. So uh, it turned out to be the wrong side. It was um, I noticed some some um, betting splits that kind of gave me pause, but I went through with Brooklyn anyways, and the sports books are right. Um, Memphis's effort just um, superseded Brooklyn's two-headed monster with KD and Kyrie. Uh, But the next game that we did win with pretty easily, actually very easily, was Boston Celtics. We laid four and a half with uh, Boston against Utah Jazz, and they beat them 125 to 97, outscored Utah in all four quarters. And just like we said, uh, Utah had no answer for Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. They combined for 52 points, each scored 26, and combined 19 of 32 shooting. So uh, two winners, won very easily. The Nets were actually ahead for three quarters and then um, got outscored by 13 in the fourth. So um, it was a rough beat, but we're wrong side. So we'll take the two and one Thursday, get back to 500 this week. Hopefully we can close this week strong. Um, Maybe I'm flying a little too close to the Suns. Uh, Excuse me, Sun. I didn't take the Suns today. I actually bet against them, which is one of my um, public plays. My other public play is the first bet that I have here on my bet slip, which was the Toronto Raptors. I'm going to lay five and a half points as they host the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, This line opened at minus three and a half for Toronto. So we're getting to the party a little late, but I think Toronto is still going to, I don't think, I'm betting that Toronto is still going to cover or win and cover. Um, Cleveland is 3-0 and straight up and against the spread versus Toronto this season, but those those wins do come with asterisks. Uh, Toronto was missing key pieces in all three of those meetings. Siakam missed two games. Van Vliet missed two games. And their entire starting five missed in a 144-99 loss the day after Christmas, uh, mostly due to COVID. Toronto could also be getting OG and Anobi back today. Gary Trent is listed as questionable, so there are some injury uh, report things to, to worry about. I'm pretty sure Fred Van Vliet is listed as questionable as well. So, Actually, no, he, he doesn't have any injury de- designation. So Fred Van Vliet and Pascal Siakam are um, A-OK. So regardless of what happens with Ananobi and Trent, I'm all in on Toronto here. Um, and Toronto does have peak motivation. They're one game behind Cleveland for the sixth and final play-in seed, in non-play-in seed in the East, excuse me. Um, and there is a strength versus uh, weakness edge in favor of Toronto here, um, and that's with ball security. Toronto's second in offensive turnover rate, Cleveland's 28th. 
Um, but Toronto also forces a ton of turnovers. In fact, the most, the highest uh, defensive turnover rate in the league, uh, the Raptors have. And they score the third most points off of turnovers per game. Cleveland allows the third most turn points off of turnovers per game. So uh, Toronto is going to be able to turn Cleveland over and turn into easy transition buckets. Um, also, Toronto is trending in a much better direction, direction than Cleveland. Cleveland isn't a very popular team, so many people aren't talking about their recent regression. But they were always going to fall a little bit back down to the pack after starting out the season really hot. Over the last two weeks, they're 21st in adjusted net rating and 20th in ATS differential. Toronto's 13th in adjusted net rating and 9th in ATS differential. Um, so Toronto's trending up. I think they're at peak motivation. They're going to be at their healthiest um, playing Cleveland for the fourth and final time and trying to avoid a season sweep. So I'll take Toronto minus five and a half. It's a big number, but whatever. Let's let's uh, lock it in. The next best bet, I'm betting a Bulls game. Holy smokes, you should stop me now. But I'm, I'm taking the New Orleans Pelicans minus two and a half. Now, I've bet on teams that I lost with previously. Uh, there's no recency bias here. I really didn't want to bet a Bulls game because I have whiffed with or against them recently. Um, but I just think this matchup significantly favors Pelicans. Chicago's offense, which has been, which was its breadwinner this whole season, has just been atrocious lately. Uh, they have the third worst adjusted offensive rating over the last two weeks, and they're 29th in ATS differential over that span. And I think they could be without at least one of their two all-star wings. DeMar DeRozan's questionable to play this game, and Zach Levine is listed as probable, but he was questionable prior to the Chicago-Milwaukee game on Tuesday, and it seemed like Chicago's broadcasting crew was surprised he was even able to play that game. Maybe I'm reading too much into that, but I could see Chicago sitting one of these two players um, in this game because, you know, playing the New Orleans Pelicans, they don't have like a tiebreaker situation in the playoff um, with New Orleans since they're in separate conferences. So it doesn't mean that much to the standings. And I could see the Pelicans or the Bulls giving one of their two All-Stars a rest day. And if DeMar can't play, then uh, the, I really like the Pelicans in the spot. And Chicago also has one of the worst benches in the NBA. So, again, they really need DeMar and, and Levine to play well. And, and to really go off in the spot. And I think uh, New Orleans has depth and, and, and length at wing to give DeMar and Levine trouble. Uh, Herbert Jones, the rookie power forward for the Pelicans, is an elite defensive wing. Jackson Hayes is um, a de- defensive like stretch four, like almost hybrid four. And they could be getting back the Pelicans, or they could be getting Larry Nance Jr., um, well, he, he's on the team, excuse me, but he would be making his team debut, I believe, um, either today or, or in the Pelicans next game. And he just adds like defense, rebounding and, um, and just like, I don't know, effort and hustle for New Orleans. So this is also a bad spot for Chicago. They're seven, nine and one on the road versus, um, um, or excuse me, the New Orleans is 11 and nine. Uh, against the spread at home versus winning teams. And New Orleans is better rested versus Chicago. Chicago is only 7-5-1 against the number with a rest disadvantage, and they have a minus 4.3 ATS differential. 
and New Orleans is phenomenal when playing with a rest edge. Um, they last played Monday. Chicago last played Tuesday. New Orleans is 12-6-1 against the spread when playing with a rest edge, and they have a plus 6.3 differential. Also, New Orleans was hit by sharp money this morning. They were steamed up from a slight underdog up to a slight favorite, and now excuse me, all the money is coming in on Chicago. So the Sharps already got New Orleans at a good price. I got them at a, at a good money line price this morning, but I'm still willing to lay two and a half with the Pelicans here um, because this is a profitable spot for the Pelicans, or excuse me, this is a costly spot for, for Chicago. And what I mean by that is Chicago is two and seven against the spread as a one to two and a half point underdog. So if they're a slight dog, Chicago um, Chicago has been costly for backers. So let's take the New Orleans Pelicans laying two and a half points. And then the third and final best bet that I have is I'm going with the Denver Nuggets minus four and a half points against the Phoenix Suns. Um, Denver should be at peak motivation. They're vying with Minnesota for the sixth and final non-playing seed in the West. They're a half game ahead of Minnesota, so they need this game like blood, whereas Phoenix really doesn't need this game. And this is our last, I think, our last chance we can fade Phoenix without Chris Paul. Um, He should be returning to action here this weekend. Um, And... The uh, the Phoenix is all Phoenix is also going to be without its backup starting point guard or its backup point guard Cameron Payne, so they could be a little less effective in pick and roll action. And um, Chris Paul and Phoenix's pick and roll action has really been problems for Denver. Um, it was a big reason why they beat Denver by like thirty points earlier this this season. And um, Phoenix also let's not forget they they clobbered them in the second round of the Western Conference playoffs. So Denver should be motivated for this spot. You know, again they lost by twenty nine in their last meeting on November twenty first, and they need uh, to win this game to stay out of uh, the play in tournament. Also, the pros. Um, are favoring Denver, whereas the public is on Phoenix. I guess more money in the betting markets on Denver, but more action, more bets have been placed on Phoenix. Since Sharps usually bet more money, the money column uh, indicates the sharp side, whereas the tickets placed or bets placed column indicates where the public is putting their money. So you generally want to follow the money in those situations, obviously. And this is a very profitable spot for Denver. Um the, my favorite ATS trends are the ones that take into account the pricing because at the end of the day, the pricing is is what matters most in, in, in all sports betting, right? So the pricing kind of makes up the context of situations. And Denver is 7-3 against the number when favored by 3 to 4.5 points. So Denver covers 70% of these games at this price point, whereas Phoenix is only 1-2. Small sample size, but one and two as three to four and a half point underdogs. I mean, Phoenix is rarely an underdog because they've been so good this year. So um, it's a public play, or actually, it's a it's a pro play um, against the public. But um, I don't know. I, I feel like the public could be jumping in on Denver eventually um, today too. So either way, we'll give out the Denver Nuggets minus four and a half. Add that to the Pelicans minus two and a half and complete our bet slip with the Toronto Raptors minus five and a half. Those are your three best bets in Thursday's March 24th NBA slate. Show us some love on social media. Always shop for the best numbers unless you're in Colorado, New Jersey. Otherwise, 
check out Tipico Sportsbook and do your own homework. Um, you don't have to just blindly follow me. Maybe um, you found something or a handicapping angle that I didn't touch on that you think is going to uh, make or break your, your betting night. So best of luck to you guys, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace. Thought I'd see if anybody wanted to play some round ball. You're listening to the Bet Slippin' Podcast Daily NBA Show featuring Jeff Clark from USA Today Sportsbook Wire.